Hey guys, welcome to the second episode of Prem and 20, the most listened to podcast on Houndwave. Um, Grant, why do you think that is? We're just a great group of guys over here. Agreed. All right, let's introduce ourselves. Hello, it's Tem. <laughs> it's good to be back. Uh, yeah, it is. I'm Dutch. Great to be back too. Uh, Grant Farley, back again. All right, uh, let's get into it, Grant. Oh, oh, okay. We have special guest uh, Johnny Melanson. Yeah, Johnny Melanson here. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Melanson on the mic. Um, All right. So Saturday, 29th of September, we saw West Ham play Man U, and they uh, Man U lost 3-1. This is possibly Mourinho's last game in charge. They had two good results from for West Ham. Okay. They tied Chelsea, and now they beat Manchester United. Uh, any thoughts on this performance from uh, West Ham and how they're performing so far this season? Grant, I do not think it's going to be Mourinho's last game in charge right now. Um, he did sign a new contract recently, and four, this is his first time losing four consecutive home games, but I do not think they're going to boot him out off of this performance. I think, actually, come January, if relations do not improve, it's going to be Pogba who's going to see his way out. Oh, hot take. Great Tom. intake from a temple uh, issue. Speaking of Pogba, uh, quick input. Intake? Uh, immediately, as Pogba came off the pitch, uh, Rashford banged one in in less than like a minute. Uh, does that say anything about what's going on at the club? Uh, Johnny is going to talk. I'd like to say something about this topic, actually. Um, as you saw during the summer, if any of you watched the World Cup, Pogba, under the right management, can be the best player on the pitch, no matter who's on it. And um, I believe Mourinho is the one to blame <laughs> for this. And honestly, it's going to Mourinho is going to be gone. And uh, it's basically going to either be his decision or the club's decision because it's either he's going to have to uh, just like take his ego away and be like, this is not working and step down or the club will be like same way. Like, yeah, Johnny. I wait, Johnny, quick question. I have another question. Um, All right, uh, go ahead, Tucker. Thanks. If it was, <laughs> you're welcome. Uh, if it was, if it wasn't Mourinho's decision or the club's decision, then whose yeah. decision would it be? <laughs> it's a good question. Um, I don't have an answer for that at this moment. All right, we're going to move on here. Um, Arsenal played Watford, Johnny's uh, supporting team here, and they Arsenal, they look pretty good. They look comfortable with the new manager. Iwobi got involved with both goals as a sub. Uh, they won 2-0 comfortably. Any thoughts? Um, Tab, I know you watch a good amount of Iwobi over the summer. Uh, well, any thoughts on his performance? Well, it's good to see him kind of get comfortable in this club. Last year, he was kind of under underwhelming. But, you know, as a Nigerian myself, I always have to support the young lad. It's good to see Arsenal find form like this. Sam, he's not young anymore. He's almost 23 now. I, that's that's it's pretty still, young. It's still relatively pretty young. young yeah, it's time's over. Anyway. Uh, it's time's it's over. over. Okay. Arsenal is 7-for-7 seven seven right now in the last seven games they've played, and um, they're finding some good form. Yeah. Uh, Watford actually did put up a performance against them. They had many chances to capitalize, but they just couldn't, couldn't make it into the back of the net. That's well done, Dutch. Uh, we're going to move on. Everton versus Fulham. Sigurdsson missed a pen, then later he slots a great shot, bottom corner to make it 1-0. Then uh, Sanctosin, is that how you say it, Tim? Uh, yeah, the turn. Yeah, then Sanctosin's on the score sheet with a header. And then again, Sigurdsson, which makes it 3-0. Easy win for uh, Everton. Johnny would like to put in a little input yeah. on this match. Honestly, Sigurdsson, absolutely brilliant, to be fair. Uh, I mean, I would know missing a penalty is terrible. <laughs> and like, oh uh, yeah, Johnny missed a penalty you, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, last week. I but the way he bounced back after missing a penalty shows what he can do in this league and how um his composure and mentality is one of the best. I think, and um those two goals will help his confidence. And I feel like he's one to watch this year. Um yeah, Johnny Melanson would like to bounce back as well after missing that penalty against St. Paul's. Yes, sir, I would. Um. Yeah, beautiful strike for his goal outside the box. 
yes, like Johnny said, curler. Um, Fulham have struggled a bit since being promoted, but they're looking to bounce back. Um, mm-hmm. Mitrovic, uh, their striker, has had a pretty good season. So that yeah, he's been pretty decent so far. They're hoping to get some goals out of him. All right, Johnny, we're going to move on to the, the Newcastle versus Leicester game. Uh, Vardy buries a penalty kick coming from a handball in the box, committed by the American we all know and love, uh, DeAndre Yedlin. Um, Maguire heads in one more off a set piece to make a 2-0. Easy win for Leicester. Uh, the Wolves... The Wolves Grant, beat Southampton. Here. Um, we got to speed up a little. Or we're we? short on time. Uh, the Wolves beat Southampton two 0 Southampton lose again to not uh, to a very hot Wolves team. Southampton. They they've need been to score. They've been decent. They, they've been really poor. They cannot put in the back of the net. Yeah, I think they were hoping for Danny Ings, their uh, loney signing from Liverpool, to get mm-hmm. to have some production. But. All right. So the biggest game on Saturday we all watched. I'm pretty sure was Chelsea versus Liverpool. Uh, Chelsea won two one in on Wednesday in the Carabao Cup. Uh, Hazard Brilliance was on show once more. Uh, both teams rested the majority of their starting players so they could rest up for uh, Saturday's game. But the two best teams in the league faced off with two the two most expensive keepers in the world. And uh, Hazard started off quick with a combination with the midfield Kovacic and Jorginho, and uh, he gets on the first goal. Any and, thoughts on the goal, Tim? And Hazard, right now, you cannot deny he is the best player in the Prem right now. With form like this, scoring game after game, he's in the top discussion. Top three in the world, in my opinion. Uh, some may say that Allison could have done a little better uh, um, on that shot. He but... had a he had a great game overall. It was yeah, tough. Did, but... um, could have got a stronger left hand to it, but it's fine. And uh, to add to the hazard brilliance, we would like to go over Salah's plus three missed chances in the first half. He had a few uh, sitters that he um, missed. He did, he did well get around uh, Keppel, but Rudiger, brilliant. But sadly, uh, sadly. Rudi- uh, yeah, sadly Rudiger had a great um, goal line oh, okay. clearance. Um, he played really well the entire game. And, you know, Salah just needs to find confidence right now. He's in a rut, as it seems. He's playing out of form, and this is not the striker we saw last season. Yeah, last year he would have put those away, Tom. One-year wonder. Um, so in the 86th minute, Sturge gets subbed on, and then the 89th minute he hits a long shot in the top corner. Both goalies played well. It was deserved tie. Tim, what are your takes from the game overall? Um, well, I just want to take attention to Chelsea right now. They are under new management, and they are playing new styles of football. You like to see last year... They're playing sort of defensive, holding the ball in the midfield, and now they're just attacking, 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 and it's paying off. Uh, once again, a Chelsea um, former youth academy slash player, Daniel Surridge, scores Boy, against them. Well done. He's one of those many players. He didn't Chelsea. celebrate his uh, iconic no, little wave with his arm. He did not. Um, he did not. But he's one of those players that Chelsea probably have reg- uh, regretted to let go, such as um, yeah. uh, Lukaku, De Bruyne, Salah. Not Salah. Uh, I think they do. Regret. I think De Bruyne's probably the biggest. Yeah, what definitely De Bruyne. Only one I miss. Can I say something about um Daniel Sturridge. I mean, obviously, I don't I don't support Liverpool or anything, but um, I think any football fan would uh be glad to see him back in shape and not being injured and uh mm-hmm. putting in brilliant uh shots on goal. Yeah, yeah. Goal. He also bagged a bicycle kick yeah, in the he had game. Yeah, very nice goal. Beautiful one. Care about cup. It's good to see. Yeah. So are those all our thoughts on that game, folks? Um, actually, I would like to say something. Uh, earlier in the season, the Chelsea coach, sorry commented that he doesn't actually think that he's, his team is in the title race. That's well done. Do you uh, believe that after this game and after their performance and their performance this season, they are, in fact, in the title race? Yeah, he also said after the game in a press conference that uh, Chelsea's actually closer to Liverpool and Man City after watching this game. Uh, we're definitely in the thick of, the, thick of things. Um, Liverpool, Man City, they all have depth, maybe not compared to Chelsea. Chelsea doesn't have the best depth in the league. Um, they do get a... 
they do get a little lift because they're in the Euro- Europa League compared to Liverpool, Man City. They have to play a little harder games in that regard. But uh, I think Chelsea can be right there if they get a more prominent striker up top. Um, I did think this was a good result for Liverpool as well, though. Going away at the bridge, um, I think they were unfortunate, really, to get three points. The Ch- Chelsea had a couple goal line clearances, one by Rudiger and one by David mm-hmm. Luiz. Yeah, um, um, Shakiri missed a sitter late in the game, and it's just disappointing to see. <clears throat> All right, so um, Sunday the 30th. This is the only game on Sunday. Cardiff versus Burnley. Uh, two teams from the bottom four of the table. It looked like it was going to be a bad game, but I actually watched all of it. It was a great uh, game. Cardiff looked for their first win as they take on Burnley at home, as Burnley just had their first win against Bournemouth. Uh, Cardiff looking like they wanted to score the most with pressure coming at the end of first half, but couldn't budge. In the second half, Burnley striped first, but eight minutes later, Josh Murphy equalizes for Cardiff with a beautiful goal. Uh, Burnley end up winning, though, due to a cool Sam Vokes finish. Um Burnley took their chances and Cardiff didn't. Uh, Burnley had three shots and uh, Cardiff had 19, but Cardiff still lost. Um, Last episode, actually, I ended with the fact that we should keep our eyes on Joe Hart. And conveniently, Joe Hart got man of the match performance and was very busy. And he did brilliantly, as a matter of fact. Uh, Most action for a keeper so far in the league. Uh, Burnley jumped 12th in the table. Yeah, um, I love matches like this. I love to see the bottom two or bottom couple of teams play against each other because it's not quite the same as the top of the table teams, but they both give the same effort against each other because it's really big, and those three points can be huge when it comes down to the end of the end of the league and who stays up. Any thoughts, Tim or Tucker, on that game? Uh, no, I didn't really catch on. Yeah, you guys, so. you guys wrapped it up. Yeah, yep. Yeah. So the last game on the schedule was Monday, the first of October. Bournemouth beat Crystal Palace two one. Any thoughts? Uh, yeah. Uh, David Brooks and Van Enholt had two fantastic goals. And Hennessy, the Palace keeper, actually came up huge multiple times for Palace, but but ultimately was unable to keep out the go-ahead penalty kick from Stanislas in the 87th minute. Okay, so as we look forward, uh, is it match week seven next week or match week eight? Match week eight. Um, so on Friday the fifth, Brighton play West Ham. Any thoughts on the result that we might see? Well, I mean, coming off that huge win against United, I cannot see West Ham losing this game. They have found some momentum finally in the season, and I think they'll be looking to continue the form. Hopefully uh, their summer signings, Yarmolenko and Felipe Anderson, can stay in good form and get on the score sheet. Brilliant, Tucker. Uh, Burnley on Saturday play Huddersfield. Uh, maybe not the best game we could watch this weekend, but any thoughts? Um, it'll be a matchup. Burnley, I think, will come out up top, but uh, I could definitely see Huddersfield mm-hmm. doing well. Uh, Crystal Palace hosts the Wolves. Any thoughts on Wolves' pr- pretty good form this year? Um, yeah, I think just ha- being led by Rui Patricio and Jao Moutinho, um, I think they should. Can't forget Ruben uh, Neves. And Ruben Neves. Um, I think that we talked a little bit about them last, last week's episode, but I think they should do pretty well this season. Yeah, I agree, I agree. Uh, Leicester hosts Everton at the King Power Stadium. I think this will be actually a really fun game, thrilling game to watch. I think it's a tie 2-2. And I'll be looking to see if Richarlison can get back on the score sheet after his little lack of form recently. Brilliant, Tim. Uh, Spurs play card at the Wembley Stadium. Uh, I think this will be a clean sweep for Spurs as they uh, got an easy win last weekend. It'll be a 3-0. Yeah, it's rough to see Cardiff going down like this. Having After this after this game versus Spurs, we'll probably have been played eight and gotten just two points. And that's a rough way to start the premiership. A uh, very tough premiership, but um, hopefully they can bounce back. Oh, uh, Wofford. Oh, <laughs> uh, Wofford played Burnley on Saturday as well. I mean, Bournemouth. I'm sorry. Uh, I think Wofford will come out two one on this. 
yeah, these are two sides that have, have had a pretty good start to the season. Um, I think that were they both in lower half the table last season? Um, I don't know, but they've had good starts. And I'm a- yeah, so uh, Man U play Newcastle at Old Trafford. <laughs> this is going to be a, a pretty gritty game. Not Both teams not attacking really oriented, but I think it'll just be a 1-1 tie, actually. Man, you don't get another win. <laughs> Uh, I think Man United's got to get a win out of this. And I if mean, they don't, it'll really surprise me. <clears throat> they needed a win last week, and they didn't get that. So, I mean, at this point, it's crucial. They got something to prove. And on Sunday, we have three, probably the three biggest games of the weekend. We have Fulham playing Arsenal. Juan I think Giganis. I think Arsenal's going to have a tough time against Shut Fulham. Up, please. <laughs> Not I think, you, Grant, Johnny. Uh, I think Fulham's going to have a tough time, and Arsenal as well. Um, it's going to be a good game to watch. I'm definitely going to watch it. Um, Arsenal going to win... One no. I agree. Yeah, with that. I mean, we're absolutely buzzing at the moment. Seven in a row. I think we could do well. All right. Ozil, Aubameyang, okay. and Lacazette. Okay. Chemistry we're is moving brilliant. on. Come yeah. on. All right. All right. Yeah. Uh, Southampton hosts Chelsea. Uh, Southampton having a pretty terrible season so far. Um, Chelsea haven't lost a game yet. They're still unbeaten. Uh, two ties in a row though right now. Besides the uh week game against Liverpool, but I think Chelsea. It's not going to be the easiest games at St. Mary's Stadium, but I think Chelsea is going to get it done too now. I mean, playing Southampton away is one of the hardest things to do in the Prem. They're just such a tough environment to play. Let's I, hope uh, Morasa can get on the score sheet after I doubt a it. horrendous I doubt it. start to the season. Yeah, I really doubt it. Um, And the biggest game of the weekend. Probably Liv- the biggest game of the of the season. Yeah, yeah. Liverpool hosts Man City at Anfield. Uh, it's going to be a really good game. I think we're all going to watch it. Um. Yeah, there's no way anyone who really loves to watch the Premier League is going to be missing that game. Yeah, I mean, I don't know the score. It's going to be a really good match to watch. I think there's going to be plenty of goals, though. Yeah, I think the energy at Anfield will be a big boost for Liverpool's play. I agree with that. I could definitely see uh, a very high-scoring game, probably 3-2. could go either way, but obviously i got to favor my Blues. Mm-hmm. I could. Uh, Aguero's been in phenomenal form, and uh, I hope he can get on the score sheet. And then last season, Liverpool was... Man City's kryptonite, you could say. Um, in the four matches that they played, Liverpool came out mm-hmm. on top in three of those. Can't forget the, the, the two defeat, though. The two Champions League matches. We'll, we'll also have to look out for Sturridge again. Two goals, yeah, two games. Yeah, maybe he can super sub once again. They might need him again. Um, so we're going we're gonna to look at the table now, the top four and the bottom four particularly. Um, yeah, so Man City at top of the table, only on goal difference top to Liverpool. Top of the league. Uh, Chelsea are in third with 17, and Ta- <laughs> Tottenham and Arsenal are both on 15 points. But Tottenham's you know in the fourth spot, and Arsenal's in fifth spot, just on goal difference by plus two. Um, and Watford are in sixth; they're still in Europa League play. It's going to be uh, interesting to see who's going to be top four. Any after uh, last weekend's game, any thoughts on top four? Any predictions? Um, I got to go Liverpool, Oof. City, Chelsea, Arsenal. What about Tottenham, Tim? I mean, I mean, Tottenham is just, once again, I've said this before, I think they're just a very mediocre team. I agree. I beg differ. They beat uh, Real Madrid last year in the UF, uh, Champions League. Um, they Wait. never actually, like, um, I feel like whenever they come close to anything, never actually. Um, they never got. Never finished yet. Never gotten it done before. Yeah. But, As um, of late. It could be different this year. You never know, but uh, we'll see. Thank you for your take, Johnny. <laughs> And Man U sitting in 10th place Jeez. on 12 points. <laughs> uh, no, just 10 points, actually, through seven games, which is a really rough start. Probably one of the worst in the Reds' history. As it's I predicted really last week, I think uh, Zinedine Zidane is going to come in sooner rather than later. All right. Now we go down to the bottom four with uh, 
Fulham in 17th with five points. Newcastle in second. Cardiff City in second. And Huddersfield Town in 20th. I'm sorry, with two points. All three of those bottom tier teams sitting with just two points from seven games. And uh, we'll see if they're the bottom three at the end of the the season. Yeah, it's going to be interesting, Dutch, isn't it? Uh, Newcastle with Rafa Benitez. I think I already said this before. He's a really good coach. He's had experience with Real Madrid, uh, even with Chelsea, I think. Um, and, uh, and Liverpool. After yeah, Cardiff's so, uh, predicted loss next weekend, I do not see them getting out of this rut for a while, up to the January transfer window. Um, any last thoughts as we conclude this Premier 20 episode? Um, I have something to say. All if right, you let me uh, This year's Premier League, there's not going to be any, any team that's going to be winning it in April or March. I think it's really going to be coming down to the end of the season, end of May. And I wouldn't be even be surprised if it comes down to the final one or two games based off just these first seven games. And uh, I'm really just excited to see how it's going to play out. Uh, yeah, I think we need to take a take a keep an eye on um, <laughs> keep an eye on Champions League play and see how that impacts. Yeah, it's definitely going to be a factor. Yeah. I think we're going to end the pod the podcast off as just going over the goals, assists, passes, and saves leader. Um, Eden Hazard, the man right now in the Premier League, he has six goals, followed by Aguero and Harry Kane and Mitrovic with five. Um, assists really didn't change from last week after we went over it. Uh, Jose Holobas from Wofford has four, Mendy has four, and uh, Drew has three. Uh, for pa- passing-wise, uh, Chelsea love the pass to this year. They're getting uh, whipping it around the park brilliantly. Um, uh, uh, what's his name? Jorginho has seven, 762 passes, and the next person up is a Man City – Americ Laporte. Yeah, it's uh last year Man City dominated these stats, and it's nice to see another team with Chelsea having four of the top six yeah. guys. Similar style of plays, Liverpool, Man City, and Chelsea. Um and again, leading leading the league in saves is uh the uh, one and only uh Joe Hart. Yeah. We gotta wrap it up now. Um, yeah, I gotta get to a Spanish test. Yeah, we all so. have classes, we all have quizzes. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I mean, we'll see. We'll see. I gotta study. All right. Hound wave. Uh hope to see you guys next week. Peace.